before we jump in into the discussion, mm -hmm. I would like to introduce our team today. With me is Shobana. Please introduce yourself. Thank you, Christine. I am Shobana. I'm Associate Industry Technology Specialist for Future Food and Protein Covering Asia region. Thank you, Shobana. And I'm Christine. I'm the Regional Marketing Manager for Southeast Asia Covering Food and Beverages. Okay, so today we'll talk about fish waste processing. So fish is an important product as it's one of the primary source of nutrition in many parts of the world. And this industry also provides livelihood to a significant population, especially in coastal countries, just like many of the countries in Southeast Asia. So for this session, we'll zoom in, in the, on the following topic. First, a view on the Southeast Asia fish production, how it's being utilized today and the waste generated from this industry, the current fish processing practices, what are the opportunities from fish waste, and what can we do to unlock some of these opportunities? Okay, so let's move on. So the global fish uh, food consumption is growing at more than 3.1%. So this is twice higher than the population growth, which is around 2%, and even higher than all other animal protein foods such as meat, dairy, and milk with consumption only at around 2%. So in per capita terms, food fish consumption rose from about 9 kilogram in 1960s, which is around 60 years ago, to 20.3 kilogram in 2018. And according to FAO, it is forecasted to go up to 21.5 kilograms by 2030. But what is driving this growth? So the first one is increase in production. According to FAO, in absolute terms, the overall increase is 15% over 2018 by 2030. The second one is the technological advancement, not only in processing, but also in cold chain, in uh, shipping, and also in distribution. The next one is rising income worldwide, which uh, is strongly correlated to increased demand for fish and fish products. Also reduction in loss and waste along the value chain, which means better utilization. And the last one is increasing awareness of consumers among the health benefits of fish and fish products. So in terms of production, uh, the aquaculture continued to be the driving force of the growth in the global fish food production. And Asia will contribute 89% of the total global aquaculture production by 2030. So in Southeast Asia, we see that Vietnam and um, Indonesia as top producing countries in Southeast Asia. So when we look at Indonesia, we see that the fish production continues to grow as demand uh, here outweighs the population. So this is a similar situation compared to the rest of the world. Um, however, in this huge production size with no sign of slowing down, there is also a real concern with regard to the waste generated in this industry. So according to FAO, 60% of fish production is actually being wasted. So historically, fish byproducts were often thrown away as a waste or it's used directly as feed for aquaculture, livestock, or pets, or it's being converted into other low-value products. But how big actually is this fish waste we're talking about. So when we look at Southeast Asia alone, there is at least 1.5 million metric ton of protein-rich parts being discarded during processing. And this comes from both food and um, non-food chunks of uh, the production. So the good thing is, looking at this waste, um, 
the utilization of fisheries is actually gaining attention in the past decades because they see that this material can be a significant source of nutrition. And when we look at the availability of processing technologies today, it's clear that there's a way to utilize this waste much better. But as in any other industry, there is also real challenges in this segment as well. If we look at the fish processing today in terms of value creation, we see that up to 40% of high protein fish waste is being utilized into low value product, which means that the value of this material is not being, being utilized to its maximum potential. The second one is the current practices in fish processing today requires a long time and it's an energy heavy process, which is a real pain in the industry today, especially with the rising cost of um, production uh, utilities everywhere. And lastly, some traditional processes in fish processing is not as environmentally friendly and it can affect the quality of the product in some cases. So these are the challenges in the industry now that our manufacturers are facing today. But what if we can utilize the fish waste much better? So first, in terms of process optimization, where the manufacturers can produce more efficiently, they will have higher yield at lower production cost. They can also improve the quality of the product in terms of flavor, um, clarity, and product performance, among other benefits. And at the same time, we can develop new products that can potentially unlock new markets and opportunities for your business. So the more we utilize the waste, the higher the value we can get. And what we believe in NovoSymes is that there's a way to do it in a safer, more effective and natural way in a more sustainable way. And what we see is today the importance of utilizing the fish products responsibly is being prioritized in many countries. And the improvement of utilization of fisheries and aquaculture production will help reduce the reduction of the waste and also reduce the pressure of our fisheries resources as well and promote sustainability in this sector. So our campaign called Sea Waste Differently aims to communicate uh, the value in fish, in fish waste and utilize it via a more sustainable process through enzymatic solution. So in the next part, I will share uh, a video of four applications where we can see what kind of end products can be actually utilized from waste and how enzyme can enable process optimization, quality improvement, and new product development to unlock opportunities for your business and contribute to sustainability. Okay, so. The industrial processing of fish can result in as much as approximately 80% of fish waste. What if we could do better? Imagine if we converted fish waste into high-value protein-enriched products. Not only will you be unlocking new market opportunities, you will also be doing what's right for a more sustainable world. It's time for us to see waste differently. At Novozymes, our dedicated experts are continuously exploring new solutions to extract the goodness out of waste with our innovative enzyme solutions. Naturally, faster, safer. Here are the possibilities. 1. Convert the fish skin into marine collagen with fast absorption and better bioavailability enabled naturally by enzymes. 2. Process the head, tails, and fins into premium fish seasoning 
our enzymes can help you improve yield and fast-track processing time from 10 months to 6. 3. Transform the viscera into natural fertilizers that are processed in less than 24 hours and better quality for eco-friendly farming. 4. Convert low-value fish into feed paladins that increase feed palatability, nutrient uptake, and digestibility. At Novozymes, we always put your needs at the forefront, committed to partner with you every step of the way. Together, let us see waste differently. Okay. So in summary, there are four applications that was mentioned in the video, and these are the waste material that we can, that can be utilized. So we have stick water, head, tails and fins, scales, and gills and viscera. These are the end products that can be produced um, out of the waste, which is feed palatans, fish seasoning, collagen, and fertilizer, and the benefits of the enzyme in these applications. Okay. So the next part, we'll just share We'll zoom in into individual applications and see how enzyme can be used to enable these opportunities and process, optimize the process, improve the quality, and create new products. Fish waste such as fish skin can be processed into a more bioavailable, naturally processed marine collagen. So I think we're all familiar with collagen or at least have heard a little bit about collagen. So this is a very popular ingredient nowadays and it's a huge market. Um, the collagen segment is estimated to be the most lucrative segment with application both in food and non-food applications. So globally, it is expected to grow at 8.2% with the collagen from marine source actually projected to grow even much faster at 10%. So what is actually driving this growth? Knowing the benefit of collagen in overall health and wellness, there's also an increasing interest around the end use application of collagen in food and beverages. Also in cosmetics, um, they are using it more and more because of the positive response of consumers around the effect of collagen in a collagen-based product and also um, products with a collagen ingredient to it. And lastly, in the healthcare industry, they're also taking advantage of the benefit of collagen to skin, to bones, um, to muscles, and also to blood. So there is a value clearly we can capture in producing a collagen. And if imagine if the, this value can be captured by processing our waste, which is already available. So fish skin, um, which is considered waste in this industry, can be transformed into collagen, but currently in the traditional process of collagen, this fish skin is being treated with harsh chemical agents such as acid that is not as environmentally friendly. And also in cases where the fish skin is not being utilized to collagen, it's just being thrown away or it's being processed into low value product that when we think about it, it's very far from the value that we can capture if we're able to transform that waste into collagen instead. But how can Enzyme help in this? So through enzymatic technology, we can enable creation of high value marine derived collagen from waste, which can be done by uh, less time and less production cost. We can also enable uh, increased production capacity in, through enzymatic technology, which is also naturally processed and can reduce the chemical impact into the environment. And lastly, can help you utilize your waste better. And in turn, it can help you create a product from fish waste, 
um, which is fish skin that can potentially give you up to 11,000 US dollar worth of high quality collagen for every metric ton of fish skin that you utilize. And this value will not only give you um, more value to your business, but also help you contribute to better waste utilization. So how is this possible and how can Enzyme help you in this? So in the next slide, Shabana will share how Enzyme works in this application to be able to live to deliver this value to you. So I hand over to you, Shabana. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Christine. So here I will be sharing uh, the typical plant process diagram and also the lab finding of the enzymatic hydrolysis. So this is the collagen extraction process. So collagen can be extracted from uh, fish waste, as mentioned by Christine in previous slides, like from skin, scale, and also bone. The substrates first will be subjected to pretreatment to remove minerals, non-collagenous matter, pigments, and lipids before the enzyme addition step. The pretreatment step depends on the type of the substrate. So for example, fish skin from high fat fish species needs an additional defatting step, whereas like other low fat fish species can proceed even without the defatting step. After the pretreatment and washing steps, so the enzymes will be added to the reaction tank and hydrolyze up to three, three to five hours, depending on dosage, time, maximum yield, and also the customer's uh, expected molecular weight range where we can work with customers to achieve a specific molecular weight range or peptide distribution. The enzymes need to be inactivated before the separation step. The hydrolyzed sample then will be uh, separated into the sediment or the residual and supernatant that consists of mainly collagen. The supernatant then will be treated in a column that packed with the active carbon to remove smell and also to improve the color of the collagen. The purified collagen then can be concentrated, dried, or even can be used as liquid uh, depending on the customer's uh, application. So this is the lab trial that we have conducted at our site. So we have done this trial on tuna fish skin uh, with alkalase and flavorzyme, and we have hydrolyzed the tuna skin with the enzymes up to like five hours, and the samples are taken hourly to analyze the molecular weight. So first, the fish skin were cut to like two to three cm so that uh, the surface area is exposed uh, to the enzymatic uh, reaction. Uh, then water will be added then hydrolyzed at 55 Celsius up to five hours. So then after the hydrolysis process, the enzymes inactivated at 90 Celsius for 30 minutes, then centrifuged. After centrifugation, there will be like a two different phases. One is like supernatant, another one is a sediment. So the sediment uh, part will be discarded and the supernatant will be treated with carbon and, and analyzed for molecular weight range. The smell and color of the filtered sample also assessed after the inactivation step. So this is the findings from our lab trials uh, after, uh, after the molecular weight and analysis results. So here you can see that about 98% peptides with lower than 3000 Dalton is achieved even within like three hours of enzymatic treatment. Yeah. 
So this is a side benefit of using uh, enzymes and that we have observed during our lab trial. So with a longer enzymatic hydrolysis time, we observed the color of extracted collagen improved from three to five hours. Here you can see like a four and five hours as like a better color compared to three hours uh, sample, hydrohydrolyzed sample. Uh, then now I'm I will be passed to I will be passing uh, I will pass to Christine to discuss more on the products that you able to produce at your site. Okay, thanks a lot, Shobana. And there's a huge opportunity we can see uh, in terms of how can enzyme enables the the creation of this kind of product from waste um, that is um, generally accessible in this industry. So this is kind of a uh, a visual that can help you imagine what kind of product can we create and what are we talking about when we say capturing the value, right? So this is a product, this is a collagen that is derived from marine source that has a multidimensional benefit from skin, bone, and joint health. Um, it also has a faster absorption due to high bioavailability and it's sustainably sourced and it is naturally processed. So when we look at, when we imagine a product that we can get out of the utilization of the waste. Clearly, it can help you unlock some of the market opportunities for your business, but at the same time, you are also contributing to, to sustainable processing and promoting sustainability in this sector. And this can be enabled by the enzyme solution that can help you do this in a faster, safer, more effective way uh, to create a product like this. You can transform your waste into high-value aquafeed palatans. So aquaculture is one of the fastest growing animal production sector globally. And as I mentioned earlier, Southeast Asia is going to contribute 89% of total aquaculture production by 2030, which means that the demand in this part of the world will continue to grow. Um, the improvement in aquaculture production practices has increased the use of commercial added, commercial aquafeed, which uses palatan as an ingredient to improve palatability uh, and feed intake in this industry and the growth in in the in this additive such as palatan is driven by some market need for better quality additives um, the growing production of aquaculture specifically in indonesia and vietnam and lastly the development of um, a lot of different kind of product for aquafeed industry that has better quality and more effectiveness um, palatans can be produced in out in different ways and one of it is producing it out of stick water that is generally from that is generated from fish meal processing so there is a significant volume of stick water being produced as a waste uh, from fish meal today and currently more than 50 percent of this protein rich stick water is being thrown away so that means that those are uncaptured tons and tons of nutrients from that stick water that is being unutilized. And in the cases where it's the stick water is being utilized, the process to use to utilize it um, needs more time and it's also energy heavy to produce into the right specification. So through enzymatic technology, um, what we can enable is that to produce this better better high value aquafeed ingredients coming from your waste that can be done via a faster 
process at lower production costs, um, increase production capacity, and also help the manufacturers better utilize this, their waste. So how is, how is the benefit of using the um, enzyme technology to your business? In turn, this creation of palatan out of the fish waste can potentially give you um, at least 600 US dollar of fish palatan per metric ton of stick water utilized, which give more value to your business, but also contribute to better waste utilization as well. So how is this possible and how can Enzyme help you uh, materialize this value? So in the next slide, Shobana will share how Enzyme actually works in this application and how are you going to capture this value out of the stick water that you have in your facility. Um, Shobana, over to you. Thanks, Christine. So here I will be talking about plant process and also lab findings from our trials conducted at our site. So here, the, the diagram here shows a typical plant process diagram of fish meal pre-production process. So the stick water is produced, uh, actually it's a part of a cooking process of a old fish or fish meal. After the cooking process, the cooked fish and stick water separated by screw press. The solid will be dried as fish meal and the stick water will be separated by decanter or centrifugation to remove oil and also the fish soluble extract. The oil is uh, removed or will be further processed for different application, whereas the fish soluble extract will be evaporated into concentrated or fish protein hydrolysate. So the main challenge, the, the main challenge we have here is on the viscosity where the without enzymes, the stick water only can be evaporated uh, up to 30 to 35 bricks. But with Novozymes enzymes, now the concentration of stick water actually can be increased up to 60 to 65 bricks uh, without increasing the viscosity of the concentrate. Besides that, the enzymes also breaks down the high molecular weight protein to smaller peptide, as mentioned by Christine in previous slide, contributing to generation to bioactive peptides to act as fish attractant in aquaculture and also to create a premium meal because of due to the addition of the higher digestibility of bioactive peptides and higher number of smaller peptides besides giving operational advantages um, in reducing viscosity. So this is the lab trial actually uh, the, that we have conducted at our site. We have used a pangaceous fish and we uh, cooked and extracted the thick water. We have idolized the uh, cooked uh, uh, the stick, the extracted stick water with uh, enzymes about one hour. Then we measured uh, viscosity, bricks, and also uh, concentrated the sample to uh, 60, 60 to 65 bricks to an analyze the flowability as well. So this is the peptide distribution of the um, of the enzyme-treated stick water. Here you can see the difference between the control without any enzyme treatment and with the enzyme 
treated thick water. So with uh, enzyme treated uh, thick water, it able to produce uh, 70 percent of less than uh, 3000 Dalton peptides with bioactive properties compared to 25% only with no enzymes. So this is the DH value that we have measured after the uh, after the uh, enzymatic treatment. And as for control, uh, it also treated but without enzyme at similar uh, heat treatment, uh, similar temperature. So here you can see higher DH is observed compared to control without enzyme. So the DH value is about 2.5 times higher compared to control. So this this is the combination of the uh, combination of bricks and the viscosity values. So with enzyme, it only able to achieve uh, 30 bricks, whereas with alkalis, it can achieve at uh, achieve to it can be concentrated up to 60 bricks and when you look at the viscosity the viscosity is um viscosity is a uh, very uh old uh viscosity is lower even at uh, higher bricks compared to without enzyme so it two times lower viscosity is observed with enzyme and at the higher breaks compared to control, where it only able to achieve maximum 30 breaks and the viscosity is still much higher than the uh, higher, uh, highly concentrated uh, enzyme, enzymatic, highly concentrated thick water with enzymes. So this is the video where uh, here you can see the flowability and uh, how the temperature changes influences the flowability of the thick water. So this is a control sample. We only can concentrate up to 30 bricks only because we can't uh, go more than that because it's quite viscous. So this is a control sample. So this is a flowability at uh, 60 Celsius after the concentration. So this is after the sample cooled down to room temperature. Here you can see like uh, the difference between the flowability before and after uh, temperature reduction. So this is the enzyme treated uh, stick water. So we able to concentrate up to 62 bricks and the flowability, uh, this is the flowability. Uh, it's very, uh, very like less viscous, much less viscous compared to 32 bricks control sample. So this is at uh, 60 Celsius as well. Then um, this one uh, we have a uh, cool down to room temperature. Then here you can see the flowability is still uh, same com uh, comparing to uh, the one at a higher temperature, 60 Celsius. So enzymes not only uh, able to produce the bioactive uh, peptides, but also reduces viscosity and also aids in a better flowability at a higher bricks.
Uh, now I pass to Christine, I think. Thank you, Shobana. So from what Shobana has shared, right, and we know the demand for Palatan in this market, um, we can see that there's a value we can capture if we can able to utilize the sick water and produce it into a Palatan. So the Palatan is a product that, as I mentioned, can enhance flavor and aroma um, of the feeds for better attractability. It has better buy, better uh, availability of bioactive peptide. Um, it also an immune booster and improves uh, feed con conversion. And at the same time, um, this kind of product, you can claim that it's from sustainably sourced and it is naturally processed. So all this benefit and the value you can capture from processing your waste, uh, your stick water, not only increase the value for your business, but also help you utilize your waste better, unlock new markets for you, and also contribute to more sustainable processing. Producing high quality and authentic fish sauce and fish seasoning much faster. So the sauces are already part of our culture and we, it will continue to do so. And fish seasoning and fish sauce are the most popular in this part of the world. So globally, fish sauce market um, is predicted, projected to grow at 5% by 2025. And Asia Pacific region, specifically Southeast Asia, is expected to dominate the segment. So growth in this segment is driven mostly by consumers who use um, the sauce not only for dipping, which is a pop is the most popular way to consume it, but more and more for cooking at home, especially post COVID, where when the cooking at home really become very popular. The second one is fish sauce have been becoming popular as a substitute for soy sauce because of its mineral and vitamin content. And lastly, because of increasing awareness of the industry around utilization of fish byproduct or fish. Um, waste into this staple high demand product, we see that this will further increase the growth in the segment as well. Um, a few things to note about fish sauce processing is that it's not uh, really easy to do. So traditionally, the fish sauce production will take up to 10 months for the process to be completed because of the fermentation part of the process. And in other kinds of method, um, it requires a lot of energy and also longer time for the ex extraction and evaporation process to happen. So what can enzyme technology do uh, in this case? So enzyme technology will enable the manufacturers to reduce time and production cost in fish sauce and fish seasoning production um, while delivering a similar authentic taste, which is very important in this part of the world and the quality. It can also help increase production capacity because of faster production time. Um, it is the same naturally natural process as well. Uh, and at the same time, it will help the manufacturers better utilize this waste. And in turn, by um, transforming uh, the fish waste, which is the carcass mostly, into this um, fish seasoning, the manufacturers can be able to get up to 400 US dollar of metric ton of high quality fish seasoning or sauce per metric ton of fish waste or fish 
or carcass utilize. And this value will not only give the manufacturers more value for their business or unlock new markets for them, but also they can contribute to better utilization and sustainable processing. So in the next few slides, Shobana will share how exactly Enzyme work in this application and how can Enzyme deliver this value to you. Over to you, Shobana. Thank you, Christine. So here I will be uh, sharing the plant process and also the findings from our lab trials conducted at our site. So the diagram here shows a typical plant process diagram for seasoning production process. So the whole fish or the other fish parts from the fish fillet production like a head, tail and frames also can be used for the seasoning application. So the substrates are minced before adding into reaction tank for enzymatic treatment uh, so that uh, the, the, the higher surface area is exposed for the enzymatic reaction so that we can have a higher yield in a shorter uh, hydrolysis time. After enzymatic treatment, bones, solids and fats are removed by separation process. The fish protein liquid then evaporated, concentrated and dried at a seasoning powder. Alternatively, it also can be used um, to inject back into marinate, uh, in, inject back as a marinate into fish fillet to keep the fish more fresh and also uh, looking more fuller. Yeah. So this is the lab trial conducted uh, at our site. So here we have used uh, torpedo fish and hydrolyzed the fish with enzymes for two and five hours at 60 Celsius to investigate the effect of exoprotease addition. As you can see from this trial here, we have used uh, two different enzyme combination, two different enzymes, one, two different enzyme sets. One is only with endoprotease and another one is, is with endo and exoprotease to, to um, to uh, determine the effect of uh, exoprotease addition. So the samples uh, should be inactivated before we are hydrolyzing the samples for the DH and uh, uh, for the DH analysis. So here you can see uh, the, the hydro hydrolysate uh, with endo and exoprotease shows almost two times higher DH compared to uh, end endoprotease uh, treated hydrohydrolysate with alkalase 2.4 L only. So hydrohydrolysis time also shortened to two hours with addition of uh, endo and exoprotease compared to endoprotease only, which uh, takes about five hours. But uh, even with uh, five hours, the DH is still lower compared to addition of exo and endoprotease for, for this uh, fish uh, seasoning. Okay. This is the centrifuge uh, sample after the hydrohydrolysis. So here you can see uh, there is only bone left after the hydrohydrolysis and uh, and both two hours and five hours also showed a similar effect, but with five hours, the smell is stronger with 
stronger than uh, addition of alkalis only that are treated for five hours. So with addition of exoprotease, not only the stronger smell is observed, the hydrohydrolysis also hydrolysis time also shortened compared to addition of endoprotease only. So now we will move to uh, fish extract that uh, Fish extract from fish extract for fish seasoning using the liquid from cooked tuna. So this is the uh, how we have uh, utilized the uh, liquid of cooked tuna. So here, uh, uh, after the fish processing, it cooked. Then the cooked liquid uh, will be uh, enzyme treated with enzymes in the reaction tank. Then after the enzyme treatment, the, the, the enzymatic or uh, the hydrohydrolysate uh, will go for separation process where it will be separated into sediment and also supernatant or the hydrohydrolysate. The hydrohydrolysate then will be evaporated and concentrated up to 70 bricks. So this is the trial done uh, at lab scale. So here we have hydrolyzed the liquid of cooked tuna with enzymes for one hour. And we also have compared with control without the addition of enzymes. Then after the enzyme treatment, we have centrifuged the sample and concentrated up to 70 bricks. Then the centrifuge of uh, the concentrated samples tested for bricks taste and also sensory profile. So this is the sensory profile uh, of the concentrated uh, concentrated uh, fish uh, hydrolysate. So here we have used 11028, about 0.2% and compared with control. So here you can see that uh, it showed a better uh, taste profile compared to with no enzyme addition. The better mouthfeel and uh, sweetness, saltiness, and uh, and umaminess almost similar, and uh, it also has lesser metallic and fishy uh, uh, taste compared to uh, control without enzyme addition. So this is the flowability. So here you can see the video, it shows the flowability of the tuna fish hydrohydrolysate with uh, control and control which is up to 51 mm -hmm. and with enzyme is about 71 bricks. So with 71 bricks, it's still able to flow as good as uh, control with 51 bricks. So now we will, we will move to fish uh, sauce base uh, with enzymes for the fish sauce. So here we only will be uh, discussing on the uh, fish sauce base, which we will be like uh, reducing the typical four months to a uh, few hours of hydrolysis time. So this is the typical plan process uh, for the fish sauce application. So most uh, here we have used anchovy for this trial, but there are also uh, customers using other fish types as well. So basically, they adjusted to 15% salt. Enzymes are added 
and we have uh, liquefy for uh, one, one, one day, then uh, it's separated. It, uh, it, then it proceeds to separation step where bones or solids are removed. Then the hydrolysate uh, will, will be adjusted to 25%. Then it will be fermented uh, for minimum six months. Then, uh, we, then that's the, the end product is the fish sauce. So here we basically reducing the four months of liquefaction uh, process to uh, one day. So this is the process that I have mentioned. So here you can see the existing process is typically more than 10 months. And because of the, the liquefaction process, which takes about four months, we, we will be reducing this four months to one day to maximum to, to hydrolyze the protein uh, maximum. Then we will proceed with the six months of fermentation. So these are the trials that we have conducted our site. So the anchovies, uh, we have mincet and pH uh, is not adjusted. Then uh, the samples are prepared with, prepared with different soil concentration and they hydrolyzed at 58 Celsius for 24 hours. So here you can see salt is about 25% added uh, without enzymes no as a control. Then uh, we have added enzymes both alkalase and flavorzyme. Then we have 15% uh, salt added also with alkalase and flavorzyme. So this is the amino acid profile. So we an analyzed uh, after the liquefaction process, which I mentioned like one day. So one day after one day of hydrolysis. So here you can see you, the total amino acid a comparison between different samples. So you can see at the control sample, compared to control sample, almost uh, 70, almost of, uh, almost 78% uh, higher than control observed. And addition of enzymes at 15% salt generates a 15% higher total amino acid compared to 25% salt concentration. So without, uh, with 15% salt, higher total amino acid generation observed, which is about 78% compared to control. And it same uh, similar trend is observed with umami and uh, sweet uh, amino acids as well. So compared to control, higher uh, total umami and sweet amino acids are observed. Okay. Mm. Thanks, Shabana. And um, I think when we look at, you know, how uh, the enzyme can enable all of this benefit that can really address the, the pain of the manufacturer today, we found that that through enzyme, it's possible to have a product such as fish seasoning or fish sauce that we can transform out of the waste. And at the same time, we're preserving the authenticity and the taste that the consumers will like. So this is just a visual for us to imagine a kind of product that will help us save cost uh, and drive higher production efficiency in our production line. It has the same authentic flavor, but it's done at a faster rate compared to traditional process. It can increase the production um, capacity 
and most importantly, it is also naturally processed. So through enabling um, you transform your waste into a product such as fish seasoning, the value you can get out of this production can help you add value to your existing line, have cost savings, and at the same time, you contribute to better utilization of this waste in the industry by transforming this this byproduct, this waste into uh, a seasoning, a product of higher value. So there is an opportunity to turn fish waste into high quality natural fertilizer. Fertilizer market will continue to grow in Southeast Asia as agriculture forms the major sector in the national economy of most countries in this region. In Southeast Asia, the fertilizer market is projected to grow at 4.2% with organic and natural fertilizer growing even much faster at 7.4%. What is driving this growth? The first one is the growing population demands for increase in food production and increased crop productivity, which means more fertilizer is needed to be able to sustain this demand. The second one is the rising awareness regarding the effect of chemical fertilizer is also driving the growth of natural fertilizer. Um, interestingly, we found that backyard agriculture and planting, which is a hobby that emerges during pandemic, will continue to grow. And it means that there is an increased demand for fertilizer, natural fertilizer that can be used for household consumption. So, um, Natural fertilizer can be produced from a couple of sources, and one of it is actually fish. Um, but when we look at the how it's being produced today, traditionally, natural fertilizer from fish takes up to 14 days, which is such a long time. And this fish uh, that is used to produce natural fertilizer, if it's not being utilized for this purpose, is actually being converted into other low-value products that, uh, that has less value the natural fertilizer. So how can enzyme actually help in terms of addressing this current situation today uh, in terms of the speed of process and in terms of the utilization? Enzyme actually enables to produce better fish fertilizer that is a good source of burn-free nitrogen along with other primary nutrients. And it can do that by reduced time and production cost. At the same time, it helps increase production capacity of fertilizer. And lastly, it can help better utilize the waste because instead of throwing it out or utilize it into low value product, you can actually tr transform it into a natural fertilizer. So what it means is that by doing this, you can actually transform your waste and get a value of at least 1,600 US dollar worth of fish fertilizer per metric ton of viscera that you utilize, which is the waste from the fish. So it means that this value not only gives more opportunity for your business to unlock more market, um, it can also help you utilize your waste much better and doing this in a safer, faster, and more sustainable way. So in the next few slides, Shabana will uh, share how Enzyme can actually enable this and deliver this value to your business. Shobana, over to you. Uh, thanks, Christine. So this is the typical plant process diagram. So here the viscera will be minced. Then uh, it will be added with enzymes in the reaction tank. After the three hours of hydrolysis, the hydrolysate will be inactivated, then centrifuged. In the centrifugation step, 
fish oil and sediment will be removed and the fish protein hydrohydrolysate will be um, stored in a storage tank. In this storage tank, the pH will be adjusted lower than uh, 4 with formic acid for the preservation purpose. Then, uh, then customers can have options either to concentrate or to dry it for the further, uh, for the further processing. So this is the viscera hydrolysis at uh, lab scale. So here we have used uh, Novozyme 11028 and we have hydrolyzed the mince mince uh, viscera for three hours, followed by inactivation and concentration step. Then after the concentration, uh, the pH is adjusted uh, lower than 3.5 with formic acid for preservation purpose to avoid any microbial growth after the concentration. Then it will be uh, filtered and centrifuged to remove any sediment left. So here you can uh, see the uh, difference with difference with zero point with uh, different dosages of zero point uh, different dosages of Novozyme one one zero two eight. Here zero with zero point three percent, the color is more darker compared to zero point two percent. So the color here the color plays an important role to match the 14 days of traditional process. So 0.3% uh, actually matches the, the, the color of 14 days of traditional uh, fermentation process. So and even the sediment is lower with the 0.3% compared to 0.2%. So the protein content that uh, we have used in this trial is about 20%. So three, uh, 14 days of uh, hydrolysis process can be reduced to three hours, which saves a lot of cost and also uh, time for liquid fertilizer or dry fertilizer. Thank you. Thank you, Shabana. So if as Shabana shared the benefit of an of the enzyme technology, if you are a manufacturer who's already currently producing fish fertilizer, there's an opportunity for you to fast track the process at the same time, get the same quality of your fish fertilizer. However, if you have viscera in your facility, there is an opportunity for you to transform this viscera into a fish fertilizer instead of throwing it away. And it can give you the value for your business by unlocking new markets for you at the same time, contributing to uh, contributing to better waste management and a sustainable uh, process in this um, industry.